0: Welcome to book four of the Psalms and Psalm 90. We've got here one of the coolest Psalms in the whole collection of the Psalms and one of my favourites. And it's it's such a favourite of mine, I actually put it to music years ago. More than 20 years ago, I put um, chunks of this Psalm to a song and as terrible as my singing and playing ability is, <laughs> I'm going to play it for you after we've been through the video today. So if you don't like that idea, just... Click off when I finish commenting. And if you do like that idea, that idea, hang on there with me. So we're in Psalm 90, a prayer by Moses, the man of God. Lord, you have been our dwelling place for all generations. Before the mountains were born, before you formed the earth and the world, from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. You turn man to destruction, saying, return, you children of men. For a thousand years in your sight is just like yesterday when it's gone, like a watch of the night. You sweep them away as they sleep, and in the morning they sprout like new grass. In the morning it sprouts and springs up, and by evening it's withered and dry. For we are consumed in your anger and troubled in your wrath. You put our iniquities before us, our sins in the light of your presence. All our days have passed away in your wrath, and our years come to end and end as a sigh. The days of our lives are seventy, or by reason of strength, eighty years. Yet their pride is but labor and sorrow, it passes quickly and we fly away. Who knows the power of your wrath, your anger accord who knows the power of your anger, the wrath according to the fear that is due to you? Teach us to count our days, that we may have a heart of wisdom. Relent, Yahweh, how long, and have compassion on your servants. Satisfy us in the morning with your loving kindness, that we may rejoice and be glad for all our days. Make us glad for as many days as you have afflicted us, for as many years as we have seen evil. Let your work appear to your servants, their, your glory to their children, and let the favour of the Lord our God be upon us, and establish the work of our hands for us. Yes, establish the work of our hands. This prayer of Moses, it's 17 verses, it's actually a contemplation and a prayer that follows. And it's the first 11 verses are not the prayer, they're the contemplation, and then verses 12 through to 17 are the prayer. Verse 1 says, Lord, you have been our dwelling place for all generations. That's an amazing thought, that God is the place where we dwell said, so God, you have been our dwelling place. We dwell in him. And um, what does it mean for God to be our dwelling? It's obviously not a physical thing. Um, St. Augustine, one of the most famous of all the, all, all the Christians said, he said this in his book, Confessions. He says, God, you've made us for yourself and our, and our hearts are restless until we find rest in you. People don't find any sense of belonging or satisfaction or truth until we rest in God. And here Moses is saying 1,400 years before Jesus, now this is like nearly 3,500 years ago, saying, God, all the generations of people, like you're the dwelling place for all generations. It's remarkable that no matter when you're born or where you're born, God can be your dwelling place. Just get your head around that. And God knows all the generations. Recently we had chickens in our house. I know this sounds so trite compared to, you know, the the grandeur of this psalm, but my wife got little baby chicks. We've got them from the shops. They grew up to become adults. We knew all the chickens by name, but then there was another generation of chickens. These little chickens grew up with their mothers and we didn't handle them by name. But we didn't handle them from birth like we did the parents, but we knew the two generations of chickens. We knew every single chicken, but each chicken experienced us as an individual person. As I was thinking about our chickens and the generations, I was realizing, wow, I know individual generations of animals. And those individual animals relate to me as a person. But I didn't know the generations of animals, the chickens that were going to come along until they came along. And I didn't relate to them until they did come along. Some of those chickens, the first generations, they loved us because we held them when they were little babies. The second generation ran away from us because we didn't weren't close to them. But God, he knows all generations of people. And we all have our dwelling in him if we're willing to come to him. God not only knows all the generations, he knows them before they're born. And this psalm says, before the mountains were born, before you had formed the earth and the world, from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. He's always been God. He's been God before the creation of all things, before the earth was formed, before the world was formed. God is timeless, eternal, everlasting. He's omnitemporal. Um, in fact, that's the definition of God. That's, that's why he's God, because he's like that. He knew us before we were even born, and he answers our prayers before we even pray them. That's amazing. In fact, technically, every prayer that's ever been prayed, he heard it before the world was even made. We think about God as like, how does he know what to do? He knew everything before any of it happened. He is God. In verse 4, it says, A thousand years in your sight are just like yesterday when it's past. In other words, one day of ours is like just a, is a, a thousand, like a thousand years of ours is like one day to God. It's just like, bloop, like nothing. I, I found that so fascinating, that thought, because according to biblical history, you know, when you take the Bible at face value, as I do, the earth's only been around for about 6,000 years, in terms of human history, that's six days to God. <laughs> Technically, the week, the earth isn't even a week old from God's perspective. That's amazing. In verse eight, Moses said, you have set our iniquities before you, our secret sins in the light of your presence. Our lives are short and God sees our sins and it's before us. In fact, our lives are almost short because God's determined that that." In fact, God did determine that. When you go back to the book of Genesis, which, by the way, Moses wrote that book and he wrote this psalm. And in that book, God decided that he was going to shorten the lifespans of people because of their sin. And here he's written, you've set our iniquities before you and our sins in the light of your presence. And then in verse 10, he says, the days of our years are 70 or 80. So he's remembering all the things that God has said. Some of them were written in the book of Genesis that God knew that our lives were evil. He knew that we were sinful and he shortened our days. And um, some people have said, some commentators, you know, not all commentators are, are Bible-believing commentators. Some of them are skeptical, some of them are liberal. And some of them said that Moses could not have written this psalm because he lived to be 120 years of age. But in the psalm, it says that people only lived to 70 or 80 no, that is, but that's generally true. People do only live to seventy or eighty years on average, and um, the uh, the truth is that there are exceptions. That there are people that occasionally live longer, like Moses did, because God had a special purpose. But just because he wrote this didn't mean that that you know that he didn't live longer himself. And um, I do think that this is a very cool psalm because it's a psalm of Moses. Moses is the, the man who wrote the first five books of the Bible, and it's the oldest portion of Scripture, except for maybe the book of Job. book of Job could be um, written earlier, but it certainly is about an earlier period than mostly everything in the book of Genesis. But in any case, what we've got here in Psalm 90 is the oldest of the Psalms. As far as anyone can tell, That the earliest Psalm is this one, Psalm 90, It's one of the reasons why I like it. And the language in here is different to the language of David's. In verse 11, he says, Who can know the power of your anger or the wrath of fear that is due to you? If you think of God and how awesome he is, it's not possible for us to know how much respect he deserves. We know he deserves our respect. In other words, we know he deserves our fear, but we can't know how much. And he says here, who can know the fear that is due to your name? So he says in verse 12, and this is where the prayer starts. He says, teach us to count our days and have a heart of wisdom. Now, that's an amazing little prayer. He's teaching us to be aware that our lives are so short, teaching us to count our teachers, Lord, to realize that we're temporary. We're sinful, to be mindful of how weak we are, And to be wise. And he goes on through the verses to say all this prayer now goes for six verses, and he asks for seven things in six verses that I can work out. And here they are. In verse 12, he says, Teach us to count our days that we may have a heart of wisdom. So the prayer is there to be sober minded and to have wisdom. In verse 13, he says, Relent and have compassion on your servants. So he asks God for compassion because we're just weak people. In verse 14, he says, Satisfy us in the morning with your loving kindness so that we can rejoice and be glad. So he's asking God to to show us his love and then we'll be grateful all the days of our lives. In verse 15, he says, Make us glad for as long as we live as many years as we see evil. While we go through this life of sin, we're experiencing evil and suffering all the time. But the prayer is God, make us glad all the days of our lives. Verse 16, he says, let your work appear to your servants and your glory to their children. In other words, he's praying, God, I want to see your work and I want my children to see your work. I, in other words, I want the, the eye, my eyes and the eyes of my family to be able to recognize what you're doing. We want to be able to see God. That's a great, great prayer that we will not be blind to what God is up to. And in verse 17, he says, let your favor be on us and establish the works of our hands. In other words, the things that we do for God, let let us have success with them. Let Let them be firmly established. So here are the seven things that Moses prays. He prays for wisdom, for sobriety, for God's loving kindness, for his compassion, that we'll be glad and grateful all our days, that our eyes will be open to see God and that God will establish the work of our hands. I think to myself These things sound exactly like the type of things Moses would have prayed. Imagine that. The oldest, the person who wrote the first books of the Bible, we have a prayer of his, and in it we see the seven things he's praying for, and we can pray them too. I think that's awesomely cool. So we're going to have a quick prayer and pray these seven things, and then I'm going to sing you my version of this psalm, (laughs) if you want to put up with that. Lord, I do pray help us to be sober-minded and to be able to count our days. Lord, give to us wisdom. And Lord, help us to experience your compassion and your loving kindness as we go through this life full of its many difficulties. May we be glad and grateful all the days of our lives. And Father, open our eyes to see what you do and show our children it too. And Lord, establish the works of our hands. May we be successful and find grace in all the things we do for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Mm. Psalm 90 Mm -hmm.
1: Lord, you have been a dwelling place throughout all generations From before the mountains were born You formed the earth and the world A thousand years in your sight It's like a day that's just gone by fear that is due your name. All the earth and all the people your Make us glad all the days of our life. Satisfy us in the morning with your unfailing love. May we sing Establish the work on of our hands One more time Lord, you have been our dwelling place Throughout all generations From before the mountains were born You formed the earth and the world A thousand years in your sight is like a day that's just gone by Who can know the power of your mind? Fear that is due your name All the earth and all the peoples are yours Make us glad all the days of our life Satisfy us in the morning with your unfailing love May we sing establish the work of our hands.